All right, welcome to Wonderfully Made. You guys made the right stop. You have push play on the right episode because today is the day. I'm telling you what, today is a great interview. We have Hannah Fountain here. And if you're not familiar with Hannah Fountain Arts, and if you're not familiar with Hannah Fountain in like the most global of global ways, okay? <laughs> um, and I'm like stretching my hand all broad like you guys can see me, but I know you can't. <laughs> but let me just tell you all about it. Today's gonna be a great day, so let's get started. Here we go. you guys here we go okay first of all thank you for joining us i wonderfully made i hope you have um you're enjoying what you're doing right now if you're taking a walk with a dog okay if you're doing laundry if you're driving from practice to practice or if you're just kind of like zoning around be bopping around the house i know how it goes whatever you're doing thank you for joining us today you will not be like this will be time so well invested for yourself and this is going to be a great time for you um today we have hannah fountain on the episode so first of all like if i had like an applause button like they have from like a will and grace episode or something like that you know i would just like yeah <laughs> you know, but today we have Hannah Fountain on the episode. So thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, thanks for having me, Amy. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to give a little background to Hannah Fountain. Okay. And I feel like your name is one word now that I'm saying it. Basically. <laughs> um, so a little bit of, about a background. I'll give you my background of Hannah Fountain. Okay. Um, so I like, I was trying to go through my pictures. This is the best way. I don't know if you're like this Hannah Fountain. Now I'm saying it one word, but I don't know if you're like this. So when I try and go back from a memory or something I'm doing, I go back through my photos on my iPhone. Okay. And I try to look like, okay. So when I was doing that, I think I was over here. We're at this church. So what year was it at that church? Cause I'm trying to go back through missions conferences and I was going like through your picture. Cause I can see your guys' family picture. Um, we just put in this new missions wall when you guys got there one year, um, at a missions conference at our church here in San Diego. And so I can picture you guys standing in front of this missions wall, but I have no idea what year that really was. <laughs> and so here I am like going through, like, did you ever scrapbook? So I'm like, I don't properly scrapbook anymore. Cause like, that's not what we do now, <laughs> but I go through my photos, like in my phone. So I can't think of a year. I want to say like maybe five years ago. Would you say that? Yes, I would. Because yeah. this last missions conference we were at was our fourth one. And I think um, the fourth one that my husband spoke at. So I think okay. five ago is accurate. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm just, I'm, yes. On the iPhone. Yes. Me. Thank you for the win. iPhone yes. for the win. Okay. Finally. Okay. So about, about five years ago, um, you and your family came down to our church, um, our, our, our smaller church at that time, we were, um, right off of, um, well, it doesn't matter now. Like we're so incognito. We were right off of Greenfield, <laughs> um, right in San Diego and you guys, your family came and it was just so neat to see your family. One, because we had a small, the one thing I remember what, the first time I saw your family is you came on in and it was that 
season of our church when we and whenever and you you can probably relate to this when you would have a new guest come in and it's like we have a guest coming in you know kind of like of course you know like everybody I can see them pulling your in you know like you have this guest coming in and then out comes this family and they're just like they're tall and we have low ceilings and I can picture the door and I'm like whoa we're all like whoa like <laughs> checking you guys out we're like wow look at them we have a guest so I just remember you guys in that format and like thinking wow they're so cool like they're just like so neat looking and pretty and so um that was my first impression <laughs> of you guys so uh, I gotta say we are taller now than we were five years ago so. I bet yeah I bet and those ceilings <laughs> just keep getting slow lower and lower huh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so your family, if you want to give yourself a little bit of a background, um, just kind of like all the, the plates that you have and responsibilities a little bit. So, so for somebody that might not be, um, familiar with what you got going on. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so let's see, I, we've been in ministry up here in Washington state. Uh, we started our church here just over 12 years ago. And I have been into art all of my life, but um, definitely there's been a progression. So we we started a church, early church planting days were also like early child raising days. My kids were five, four, and two when we started our church. Oh. So um, suffice to say that not a ton of art happened during the, <laughs> yeah. there was a ton of raising and and just all the church planting things. Uh, we didn't start with like a launch team or anything for our church, which, you know, we heard, of, we, we had heard of that, but it was just like, <laughs> that was a launch team, you know? It's, so it was just like us. And I was the, I was the uh, nursery worker, the sound man, the pianist, like yeah. I was running crazy all the time. So um, those were fun days. And now our church is 12, 12 and a half years old now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been amazing. So I'm, I'm originally from California. Just thought I'd throw that in. Cause that'll, that'll lead to something. Cred. It gives you street cred, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I moved to Washington when I was 13. So, okay. um, still got all my family down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I love, and we'll get into a little bit of all the, like the plates and the responsibilities and different things that we have, but, um, and we'll get into the art too, because that's kind of one of the main things I wanted to focus a little bit um, with you and what speaks to me with it. So, um, you know, if we were to build a fan club, I would definitely pay the $12.95 to be part of the Hannah Fountain Arts fan club. <laughs> so, you know how like you used to do that when you were younger, be part of like a, um, I'm trying to think of what band would be like appropriate when you were younger, but like, <laughs> you know, you would see the fan club like in the back of the magazines. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. <laughs> we go, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So what was your, so what was, where were you in your like season um, where you started to, or maybe the kids were probably at a certain age where you kind of felt like that liberty, where you were able to kind of dive into that passion a little bit and what kind of gave you that inspiration to kind of just go for it? Yeah. Okay. So um like I said, I've been doing art. I've got an airplane flying over me right now. <laughs> I have been doing RC things since childhood. I started out, uh, the, the desire and the, I guess, compelling to share my creativity with the world has always just been in me. Um, it's definitely just part of, I couldn't not. 
So from a very young age, I would always enter every coloring contest, every, mm. even if it was like a cake baking contest or some sort of decorating thing, anything artsy, I was all in. And I was doing it all the time just for the enjoyment that I got out of it. Um, but as I grew older, I started thinking more along the lines of maybe this is going to be a long, long term, like this is part of who I am for life. And uh, a couple of things that happened that encouraged me were, uh, let's see, when I was about 12, I won a grand champion prize ribbon in our county fair for a sketch that I did of Chief Joseph. He was the, we had just moved to Washington state and I had done a history study on the natives that were, you know, all dispersed during early Washington state history. And Chief Joseph was one of the famous ones. And so I did of him and won a grand champion prize for that. So that was really exciting. I won like 20 bucks from the local fair, which was really cool. (laughs) Baller. And then I started entering in the fair every year. Um, I also entered a a contest at our local library when I was about 15. That was, you could win a grant from the government that would supply a certain amount of art supplies. I think I want to say it was like a $1,500 grant. Um, And when I was 15 years old, I won it. Uh, But I think at that age, I just didn't have like the long-term mindset to take advantage of it. So I actually never fully tapped into that grant. I just won the prize, but I didn't like get the resources because I didn't have enough personal follow through at that age. Okay. Okay. Um, Just the idea, just knowing that I had won that encouraged me along the journey. So fast forward, you know, ministry, of course, um, was also just in me. So it was like, you know, God puts different things in in each one of us. We're all unique. Mm -hmm. And I always knew that I wanted to serve God in ministry. Um, And so when the church planting days happened, the little kid raising days happened, you know, it's not that I didn't do anything artsy. It's just that all of it was like channeled toward ministry work. So, you know, church needed painting. I remember my husband went and spoke at a conference and I painted our entire church auditorium by myself, well, I had I had two guys helping me. We painted this whole auditorium um, just before our first launch Sunday. Oh. So all the artsy stuff was kind of being channeled to <laughs> ministry yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I'd say definitely when my kids became teenagers was when I really felt like God was saying, like giving me the green light on art, like specifically um I struggled with this, like, do, if I, if I go down this path of like trying to make money with my art, uh, is that too focused on me? Is that too much like self identity? And, you know, it's like when your heart's in ministry and it's also in something else that God gave you, you're just trying to find that balance. And so I struggled with that, like, you know, even charging more than just really low prices for my art. It was I was working through all of that in my mind, but I just found that as I would say, God, okay, I feel like you've given me the screen light as I followed the steps and the opportunities, just doors would fly open. So yeah, that is so awesome. And uh, what I love about that also is that how God has given you this gift, but it has, it's remained in you throughout all those seasons and it had that outlet in it somehow or not, whether it was in the teenage years or now when it's flourishing and doing what you like and just a full blown send 
to it yeah. when it's in the ministry and you're doing the, you're painting the walls. And I'm sure you had a hand in the nursery and all that kind of stuff. And yep. I can see that now. I could, when you talk about that, I know of all those kind of spots where it probably unfolds into it. So, mm-hmm. um, and so when I know I asked part of that stuff was where like, where does that, does that drive still stay in there? And so I can see, you know, just in you explaining that, 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 that drive is a constant in there. And that's yes. still, it's probably somebody's true passion and gifting, you know, yes. while they're not now, would you also say like, and I'm just kind of thinking about this now, are there times when there's still kind of burnout to it or it just isn't jiving or you have a block to it? Like, yes, um, I would say, and I don't, you know, you hear about creative block that a lot of creatives get. I don't specifically struggle with that. Um, Maybe more, I guess the the struggle on my end would be just the balancing of everything. And like, sometimes I feel like all the energy has to go to one or the other. Um, but I, I personally have not really struggled with like a, an inability to get out what it is creatively. Yeah. I have had like times where it's like, okay, I'm putting too much into this. I need to kind of swing it back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. A couple of the things that we talked about, um, that we talked about previous to this in our emails, I talked about, um, explain a little bit about, because if someone doesn't know you and they kind of see you, cause right now, if they walk up to a, um, like a street fair or something kind of going on, they'll look at Hannah Fountain and they'll see, oh man, she's got inventory. She's got some canvas. She's got different sizing. She's got different, um, scenes. She's got like a she's got like a beach scene she's got something a a picture from Israel I'm not telling I'm telling you like I'm the head of the the fan club over here okay so she's got all this stuff going on over here um but where did that what were the steps a little bit prior to that and and kind of speak into a little bit of somebody that has this a gifting like that they want to make a jump a little bit but they see overhead or they see you know, that time, like what, what, did, what gave you that confidence or that faith to kind of make that step? Yeah, that's, that's a great question because it definitely didn't happen overnight. Yeah. And I get to, you know, this point of having this huge inventory, um, just, you know, in a weekend. So, <laughs> um, or, uh, if you have a gifting or something that, you know, God can use just to start somewhere. And that's really, it is like God gave the green light and I started with our local farmer's market. So there's usually something and, and, you know, okay, let me back that up. I started in our church and in our ministry, but when it comes to like, actually like uh, making a business, Mm. then I started with the farmer's market and it was just something small and something local. And I had no idea what to expect, but it was something affordable at the time. And it was like, okay, I can do this. I can put what's needed for this step um, forth and then see what, what comes of it. It was, it was a low risk yeah. um, jump. Yeah. And so, and it was local. It wasn't anything I had to travel out for. So I just jumped in, I got a business license and I paid the yearly entry into our farmer's market. And I thought, you know what? what's the worst that could happen? You know, I'm just going to, maybe I'll sell a couple paintings and just pay for what sure. I put into it and lesson learned. And I'm still having an enjoyable time. There's a fly buzzing around. <laughs> um, but um, 
I, so I jumped in on the farmer's market and I definitely would say to anybody, like whatever your gifting is, just take, you know, look for local, look for close to home opportunities, low risk. Um, You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all the supplies. You don't have to have all the inventory just to do the next thing you can do. And so I did the farmer's market and which um, the response, my first year at the farmer's market. So I've done four years now the response was overwhelming just such great feedback from our community and moses lake is a smaller community probably fifty thousand in our area um so there's really like a it's kind of a tight-knit community and i've had such amazing um feedback and it also has led into tons of commissions and i just got done with my second local mural i mean all of that but it's been a process and i started by taking that jump into the farmer's market and then from there that led me into the actual art festivals um, which are not as local I have to travel out for those but those I would say are my absolute best uh, as far as like making sales I do the very best at the um, festivals so I have to go I have to travel I had to purchase like this it's basically like a tent or if you see like those temporary car poles yeah. that people yeah. build, it's yeah. like that metal poles that snap together and these really right. heavy duty tarps. And I have to build a little house that I actually yeah. live in for three days. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I've gone out the last three summers. I've gone out and done three festivals each summer. I'm really excited. Next week I'm doing my first coastal festival, which will be on the coast of Washington. Oh, um, yeah. so, totally pumped because it'll be the first time I've done one actually like my ocean paintings on the coast oh man you better double those charge that fee man (laughs) they're gonna go yeah I'm so pumped and um yeah the festivals are a lot of fun I feel like a real gypsy just like living the life yes yes you know yeah anyways um it's a lot of fun and um let's see I'm I wanted to talk, I don't know if you were going to ask this question, but I wanted to talk about sales too, because, yeah. okay, I didn't know if you're going to go into that next, but, you know, yeah, okay, so talking about the process, you have to include failures. I definitely had quite a few and still occasionally have along the way and learning experiences. Let's see. Um, one time I made these giant prints for these ladies and I, I just thought I was going to save so much money by suggesting that they order these massive prints of these paintings that they wanted. They didn't want to pay like the full price for the painting. It ended up, I ended up working out the money for it. Basically the money didn't, it didn't match up. And once I paid the price to ship these prints to Oklahoma, um, it ended up costing me way more than what I got paid for the print. So I was like, okay, that's not a good way to do it. (laughs) So moving on to the next thing. Um, Also, one of my biggest and craziest fails was um, when I first did my, let's see, it would have been my second art festival I ever did. And there was this insane windstorm. And so my setup was not as weighed down as it should have been. And there was 40 mile an hour winds. And it was just this huge gust that came up off the lake that was nearby. And we all got a call in the middle of the night that was like, everyone get down here. There's stuff everywhere. And I went down 
and my entire art setup. And I had these metal grid walls and all my paintings were set up on the grid walls. Everything was strapped together, but the wind had come up under my tent and just lifted the whole thing up. And it was upside down on the fence next to it. So like my entire thing, just like upside down. Um, Thankfully, a couple of guys had seen it and started grabbing paintings and just putting stuff away. Now there's birds tweeting out here. (laughs) (laughs) Failures. Okay, Hannah. Um, yeah. So thankfully some boys rescued some of my paintings, but I did lose quite a few and there was like some big tears and cuts in some of them. And it was just like a devastating thing. Of course I felt really bad for a nearby guy because he had pottery really nice, like ornate pottery and his stuff was just shattered. So, um, you know, there's always those. And then I learned, of course, how to better weigh down and better like stake yes. down my, my setup. So you learn, you know, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you learn and, and it reminds, just reminds me that God doesn't take, you know, provide all these different things that gifting for you and the opportunities and just that the peace and the comfort to go for it and then not yeah. provide the means for it um, along the way through those failures, not just the high yeah. tops and the, and, the, and the peaks and through it, but just through those yeah. valleys. Yeah. Um, you, you never, you should never look at somebody else's life or where they're at in their process and say, oh, it must be nice. Like yeah. that's like the most dangerous thing to say is, oh, it must be nice to be them because you don't know what they're at you going through and you like most of us are only seeing the highlights so we don't know what that person is actually you know struggling or sacrificing or whatever it is um just have to like just keep your eyes on your own journey and what god is who god made you to be and just be you and don't worry yeah. about every you know um, caring is good for progress for growth like compare yourself in order to challenge yourself but don't compare yourself for discontentment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the quickest way to breed discontentment in yourself is looking across the lane and looking across the road. So yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. One of the questions I had on here was a dream project. Now we can talk about, we mentioned this a little bit before, but like your murals. um, And I saw the, um, the side of a commercial building. It looks like that you did um, talk a little bit about that. You're in Walmart and just all of that. I mean, you you guys, you're listening to someone so big time. You don't even know. Okay. So talk about that a little bit. I've hit the big time at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So funny thing is when they actually put up my, uh, my big print, it's a print of my painting that they yeah. put in Walmart local themed painting but when they did it I made a reel that said you know I'm on my way to Walmart to check out this art and a friend of mine instantly called me and he's like okay I knew that something big had to have happened because for you to jump on a reel and say I'm on my way to Walmart that just wasn't normal <laughs> right. I always I always say Walmart is like trials yeah. <laughs> you either just came from there or you have to go either way pleasant (laughs) (laughs) self-imposed anyway um no I was so so grateful for that like uh, a friend of ours actually and this is where like ministry kind of merged with my business um a friend of ours whose daughter had cancer and our just really like prayed for her through that and she came through um he is the manager at Walmart and so 
he heard about this project they were doing to feature local artists. He uh, had put my name in the hat. And yeah. so that's how that all came about. Oh. Um, it was really fun. And it's just a giant, it's like a giant vinyl print of my painting, but it's massive. It's 14 feet tall, yeah. 12 feet wide, so you can't really miss it. Yeah. Um, I hope I get up there one day to take a selfie with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the mural downtown was really fun too. That's on the side of a meat. Pl it's a butcher basically, but they have yeah. a cattle, they sell the meat. And so they wanted me to paint, um, a cow and a pig sitting at a picnic table, eating barbecue together. <laughs> so, you know, it was, I was just thankful for the opportunity it's definitely not something you know you see all my beach scenes my ocean scenes my palm trees my mountains and you're like and then the cow and the pig was just a little bit out of my zone did you but, have to uh, like research a little bit of that yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I mean it was kind of a ki cartoony type feel yeah. they wanted anyway so I I did throw in this bucket of water and like put like little ripples almost like a little ocean wave sneak it in there yeah. it was like a something that is like me but yeah it was it was a fun project yeah um okay kind of rounding up kind of finishing out a little bit here I know we mentioned a lot of great blessings that we we both have in our lives we got a lot of um great things that we got going on with our um, kids and our schools and our families and ministry and you know speaking of hobbies and passions you like to do like I'm I'm on the job figuring out a podcast why I don't know I just thought it'd be fun to do something and so we're both literally just kind of just doing what we want to do a little bit and just figuring it out um but what can you have any tips or tricks you, you talked about earlier on how you know when you're plugging in too much on one side or you're swinging too far on the other side what's kind of like your barometer or how do you gauge when you are too far or what's a tip or trick that kind of helps you stay balanced in all of the plates a little bit let me tell you mine a little bit and this is a very superficial way to um solve a lot of my problems I, um, I'm, I <laughs> feel silly even saying this. So I know everybody knows about Amazon and Instacart and like, but I'm not kidding. I use my phone as a real big tool to help me in all my areas. Meaning like I'm supposed to bring snacks for the school. I'm supposed to bring, I got to do a lesson or bring games for junior high you know, youth group, then we're doing, um, we're having the teen birthday party over here. Then I, you know, my family wants to do, so like, I'm, I have a lot of notes in my phone. I have a lot of like, cause I'm a planner and a, and a, like a task taker offer kind of thing. And so I'll Instacart, I will Uber eats over here. I will send, I send so many Instacarts and this is, I'm not even like ashamed to say this when people is I Instacart to the church so many times <laughs> like for the Awana snacks for the youth group game. Like we're going to big five, getting the jumbo ball, you know, like the dodgeballs and like all this stuff, like I'll like, I'll phone in all that kind of like tips and tricks for 2023 in order right. to save me from like running around and kind of like exhausting myself a little yeah. bit and, yeah. and delegating a little bit. And so, cause my mom, I have, you know, my mom likes to be a help and likes the projects a little bit. I'm, I'm blessed to have my mom around here. 
And so she likes a project. So, but I got to schedule her out because she's also a planner. So she's like, how about next Wednesday? I'm like, oh yeah. So next Wednesday, can you go to big five? Can you get me the, you know, we're going to do this game, you know? So she'll like a task, that kind of thing. So that's kind of like my way of off. Well, I'll have it organized and thought through and, you know, be, you know, but I really got to offshoot delegate in either a technological way or with somebody that because like people want to help people like to give them you know we have a lot of um helpers in our youth group and they're like give me something to do give can I bring snacks can I do this go for it go for it I don't need to be the only one yes you can do snack you can do that and so and it's a blessing to have them and so I really enjoy having those relationships along the way and it's a blessing to me um I know years before I would think like I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm just going to get it done. I like, this is the best way to do it, you know? And so I've learned over the years that in order to keep my sanity, in order for them to be blessed and me to be blessed, we're all on the same team. We're all going to do it together. And so what's, what's a trick or a tip that you have that kind of keeps your energy going or, you know, those kind of tasks in order? Yeah, that's a good, a good question because this past year, year and a half have been really a good, um, a good reset I'd say um if you know our family personally if anybody listening knows us you know that the past year and a half uh on top of being a busy ministry family on top of uh, me and my husband both having businesses yeah. side hustles, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we just so so busy all the time and then raising three teenagers and then uh we also went through a lot of loss in our family in the last year and a half to two years, um, my husband lost his dad and two of his brother-in-laws. And so we have just entered into like an additional season where we're helping my mother-in-law and both my sister-in-laws just navigate how to be a widow. They're all three like new widows and, um, and they have kids and, they, a lot of, you know, they, my sister-in-laws never had to make all these decisions for themselves. They had husbands that were strong leaders and now they don't. And so they lean into my husband a lot for that. And so the whole, I think what I'm trying to get to is that no matter what it is we're doing, uh, we need to remember that everything is temporary, but our, our people are not temporary, our families. And I feel like a good measuring stick for me to know when, when something's getting off is just to really like pay attention to the people around me, um, my husband, my kids, and to just kind of sense like their spirits. And if they are struggling or if our communication is really struggling, I know it's been a whole new challenge for me and my husband just walking through like the grief of losing people And, um, we've found ourselves, I mean, being like very transparent, we found ourselves really like bickering a lot or just, just in a really negative mindset and having to step back constantly and just say, okay, this is, it's normal because I'm going through loss and grief. And we're also just a really busy family trying to serve God in ministry. But then on top of that, it's normal, but it means that something needs to be addressed. And if that means I have to not paint today, or if it means that, you know, we need to put a a church event on hold because our kids need attention. They need us to take a family day. Um, It's just, you know, being sensitive to the ones that are closest to you, I feel like is a really good measuring stick because 
this whole year, I feel like all of our plans have just been put in a basket and just boom, upset, you know, but, um, but that's okay because everything in life, you know, you can, you can put your hobby aside and pick it back up in a week or a month or, or whatever, even your business, even your livelihood. I mean, everything is not more, nothing is more important than the people God gave you to serve with your life. That's so good. And I, I just love the love everything you're talking about it because you can tell and especially us mothers I think we have a great sense of that quickness to it so like you can yeah. tell we can pick up on it really quick you know yeah. our daughters or our sons we're just kind of you can tell when we haven't connected yeah um, we normally do and everyone's kind of real short with each other um and and we just did this probably two we went through this about two or three weeks ago here in our family and so we just hit a reset button about three weeks ago big time and and it's I think it, I think personally I think it's harder when they get to that teenage spot because they're so on autopilot and we're on autopilot with who they are now as is these individuals where they're not so communicative anymore um, like they are in as toddlers or whatever. And we know what they need and need and need and need, but they're just, you know, they can cruise control on their own pretty well. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, I noticed my son who's 17 and he's driving and I've just noticed lately he's been like, uh, I'm going here, I'm going there. And, you know, <laughs> just a whole bunch of this, like I'm a, I'm a yeah, free yeah. man, but I'm yeah. doing mom. And, you yeah. know, it's just, just a different phase of life, but it really does like, it's important as a parent, right? You have to, you have to keep those communication lines open. So sure. Yeah. And that's kind of our big goal for us just personally as a family, because we're just really resetting this summer. Like it's, we're going to connect no matter what we made a rule last night and we we're doing devotions. And <laughs> last night we were there, the boys were kind of complaining about something. And I said, okay, the next person that complains tomorrow. So you got 24 hours for my husband and my son. You, neither one of you are complaining tomorrow. Okay. So if either one of you complain, you're giving either yeah. a hug or grace a hug. And <laughs> so like, they're all okay. Which my husband, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't face him, but my son, it's like, Ooh, red alert, you know, <laughs> like never. <laughs> so, um, we're doing okay. We're okay. We're not, we're not doing great or not failing, but we're doing okay today. But. My son too. He would completely adjust his behavior to avoid giving somebody a hug. <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted in the summer. Yeah. See how that goes. Okay. All right. We'll wrap up here a little bit. You've been really um, kind with your time. So I just really appreciate it. But we got those two questions. Okay. We have two wonderfully made questions that we end out on here. The first one is what is your favorite movie? I want to guess, wait, I want to guess a Hannah Fountain favorite movie. Let me guess first. I want to say it's like a, um, what's the one where they're on the train tracks and he's, um, uh, the, I can see the poster board. It's like a Sandra Bullock. It's, um, not speed, but, um, oh man, it's like a bill pull, pull, um, while you were sleeping. Or who oh, like that movie? Okay, you're super close. Okay, that's uh, what I'm thinking is like a Hannah Fountain favorite. What is your favorite? I like Sandra Bullock, but my my favorite is You've Got Mail. Okay, um, which yeah. is same era, right? It's yes. a romantic comedy, but it's not too. Uh, and if you watch it now, it's super dated, right? The dial-up internet and all that. For sure. But yeah, that one that one's my favorite. Yeah. Funny fact, I can't do animated movies. Like I, okay. my brain 
shuts off. And so we went to see the Mario movie the other night, and I oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Such a loss. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's actually pretty. Funny. I mean, it wasn't so great. I we saw it too. I wasn't a fan, but yeah. <laughs> Even old school, like when you're a kid, did you see like a Disney movie or like? Oh, I did. I did like them when I was a kid, but I don't know why. I'm like maybe I'm just getting too serious minded, but I can't like stay yeah. dialed into these all these animated movies they're doing. It's just yeah, yeah, it's too much. Okay, <laughs> what would be your favorite spot you're watching this movie at? Honestly, anywhere on the California coast, Southern yeah. California. Yep. Yeah, like okay. I miss it so much. I I love coming down there, you know, to you guys' conference once a year, and anytime I get a chance to get down there. Yeah, I'm I can't there. wait till you guys come back down. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do like an outdoor movie night, like yeah. outside somewhere. Okay, what is um what is something you are working on for you in twenty twenty three? Um, honestly, I would say you know regarding what I talked about a minute ago with all the things that we've gone through. I'm just working on healing, personal healing, um, just knowing the the trauma. And also, I didn't even mention the fact that my husband is, aside from his business and being a pastor, he's also a chaplain for our police department, yeah. um, which that he does a lot of emergency response. He does the part that the police officers don't want to do, which is um, go to critical scenes and um, w- work with the family through that. So because of proximity to all of that just there's a lot of um there's just been a lot in the last couple years so in 2023 I'm working toward just looking at opportunities for healing um so that I can remain valuable to the people around me I have to um, understand that you can't fool your body and be like oh I didn't really go through anything I haven't been through any hardship you have to you have to listen to your body and you have to do whatever you need to do to refresh, restore. So that's yeah. kind of my three yeah. as far as goals. Yeah. I think that's great. I love that. I kind of want to steal that a little bit for myself. <laughs> um, okay. I think we're kind of good on time. So thank okay. you so much. Well, there's a couple things I want to plug actually. So Hannah, if, if you're not already sold on Hannah Fountain on everything that she's doing, just her as a person, go above and beyond and follow her on Instagram. You're it's the, one of the best follows you you will follow. Okay. I promise you this. Okay. So it's, you go on Instagram. It's going to be at Hannah underscore fountain underscore art okay you will see all the cool things that she has already done you'll see the track record of just i mean you'll probably see half of my house on there i feel like (laughs) so like go ahead check out all the new reels she has what she's working on i'm excited to see if you got your festival coming up on there so i'm excited to see all the things that you got going on and then also you guys are you still doing israel trips yes yeah yeah um, so our next one is September of 2024. Okay. I mean, if you have ever thought, like if you're at a 20% or a 30%, I think I would like to do something like that. Just full send it and just like commit. Yes. Pray about it. Do all of those things, but just go like, just yeah. go like you. That's one of the best, best, best things that you can ever do. Go see and be a part of. And so um, you can contact her if that's something that you are interested in and they will hook you up and get you set up. And um, that's one of the best, like uh, if I look back on my life and I'm down the road and I haven't done one more thing from here on out, that, but that Israel trip is just, it, it would be great to go with you guys too. Oh yeah. Um, fun. Um, how much fun would that be if we all went to Israel? <laughs> Do it. 
All right, we'll have to, we'll have to plan that later. But. <laughs> Okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, you're just not sorry for the time invested here. We had a great time chatting with Hannah Fountain. So thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us today, um, spending some time outside. If you guys, can't, I know you can't see us, you can hear us, but Hannah and I have like matching wonderful blue nails. Well, she's got a little bit of a, a, a lighter shade, but we are just, we're blue nail twins right now. So <laughs> go get your set, ladies. Go get your set of blue nails. We're setting the trend here. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you later at Wonderfully Made. All right, see you guys next time. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>